Life in McLean, Mississippi. It's probably hard for some of you to realize how small a town like McLean, Mississippi was. There was only one main street, Highway 98, which is now called Ruthie Bolton Avenue. It's a two-lane road that goes right through the center of the town. In fact, you could drive through McLean in just two minutes. When I was young, there wasn't even a traffic light. Finally, they put one up, but they just left the light flashing. Now it's gone again. And the reason is simple. There's almost no traffic. The town had one hardware store and a single grocery store, both about a mile from our house. In fact, everything in the center of town was close together in about a 10-block radius. The school was right there as well. We could walk everywhere. The post office was a block away from the grocery and hardware store. None of the stores had multiple stories. They were all just one level. There were really no place to eat in town. Thank God for my mother and sisters. They could really cook. Many kids from the nearby towns came to McLean to go to school. The next school was about 20 miles away. The hangout spot was the laundromat across from the street from the gas station. People came there to see friends and to watch cars go back and forth while guessing what color the next one would be. Mom left school in the eighth grade, but later returned to earn her GED. Dad worked at a wood shop and later as a field hand. One day he was out in the field when he said he felt a calling for the first time. At first he didn't think it was real, but the feeling continued to gnaw at him, something just telling him to be a minister. He later said that God called him for a purpose. He never regretted what he went through in his early life, especially dealing with a mother who didn't want him. Becoming a minister led him to accept these things. He studied very hard and eventually attended Bible school in Hattiesburg and ultimately received a doctorate in theology from the college. He began preaching while he was in his 20s. Reverend Linwood Bolton, Foundation Builder. My dad was a man I looked up to in many ways. He was the most influential person in my life, defining the way I chose to live. He wasn't a big man, standing about five foot seven and weighing only 150 pounds with a very small frame. He always dressed like a preacher with his hat on his head. He was a calm man who didn't scream or never got angry or frustrated. I can't remember him ever raising his voice to any of us. He felt so strongly about speaking in a calm voice to our loved ones that he would even ask his own siblings, why do you raise your voice to your children? Give your command and move on. He was always ready to talk if someone needed him or if he felt he had something to say to any or all of us. My dad had a great enthusiasm for life. He said that every person has a choice on how he embraces each day. And his choice was to work hard. If you ask him how he felt, he always told you he felt great. If I choose to be sad, he would say, I could complain about my back hurting, but what would that do for my day? I just want to live my life happy with peace and joy. The man was continuously upbeat. His entire mentality was about having a positive mental attitude. If you broke a leg, he would say, you still have to look on the positive side. You could have broken too. 
I've always been thankful to have a dad who has such a zest for life. It fed my positive attitude. Thanks to dad, I always keep a positive attitude and approach everything with the right frame of mind. He always told us that he chose to live his life happy. Sure, there were times when certain things would make him unhappy, but he always said that an individual has a choice about how he or she embraces each and every day. If you don't exercise that choice, your day would do it for you. His choice was to be happy, and his goal was to always be joyful. He felt that joy was constant, while happiness would sometimes come and go. Joy, he said, can be with you through sad and disappointing moments, and that will sustain your soul. Pure joy, peace in the midst of any storm. With his solid beliefs and principles, it shouldn't be surprising that my dad has such a profound influence on my life from the time I was a little girl to the day he died. He gave me so much that it's hard to know where to begin. What I do know is that my dad gave me the best foundation a person could have. That foundation has stayed with me through thick and thin and has allowed me to pursue my goals and dreams without fear of failure. I can't emphasize enough how very important that is. Whenever you aim higher, you're always on your way to becoming the person you want to be.